uh, Facebook. Let me fix that beautiful being recorded thing for me real quick. Hey, everybody, we are so fired up. You're here this morning. Are you fired up? Put in the chat if you're fired up, because here we are, third week of boot camp. Karen and I, independent Optavia coaches, we're integrated presidential directors. We've been coaching for almost six years. And um, honestly, we are so honored because we get to stand in the place of Dan and Megan. How many of you love Dan and Megan Valentine? They are in the middle of, of uh, getting ready for school, and they're at a big thing this weekend uh, with their kids. And so we're fired up. So Right now, I want to tell you, listen, we got up early. We got up like super early because we got to go over to university and see our daughter. Yes. And then we've got to come back and finish packing our house tonight and tomorrow. Then we're moving into the new house. Then we fly to, to Rio. Then yep. we fly to Hawaii. It's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. But, <laughs> hey, we want to welcome you to boot camp this morning. And go ahead. Yeah, so I want to say with all that going on, we are on training. So no excuses. No excuses to miss training. No matter what you've got going on, you go. If you want to grow, then you show up for training. Well, you know, I want, I want to stop for a moment before we even get started. And I want to say thank you to Barrett and Melanie. They, uh, Snare, they um, have been posting conversations in the boot camp page. If you've not been on the boot camp page, listen, it's not just a one and done. It's not just you just show up, check it out. Oh, cool. I'm in here. In fact, people are watching right now on that page. If we're out of room, tell your team to jump on that page. They have to be there uh, on the Zoom. But I want to say thank you to them because what's happening is, is CEO minded people are going in and they're putting stuff in. And they're giving stuff to you. And, and, and we love jumping in there and doing that. But you know what? This is an incredible time. Here we are. We got three, three and a half days left in the month. Guys, it's work. To, you know what? I'm just going to tell you, let nobody live up here. It doesn't pay rent. And this morning, as we get started in the, in the third week, Dan asked our team, he said, y'all take the lead. And so we've got some rock stars that are going to be pouring into you. People that have built incredible unbelievable uh, businesses. You know how they did it? I was on the phone with somebody a couple days ago and I, I just said to him, I said, here's how we grew. And in the beginning, and we were just talking about, sometimes you got to go back to the original recipe. You can watch all these other folks do their thing, but you got to make sure you stick to what grew you. And if you're brand new, learn from this. We did three things and we just talked about, I just told him, I said, number one, we were authentically bold. We didn't worry about what anybody thought because we had found something. Mm -hmm. And over time, you can forget that. You can try other people's concepts and ideas. And, but then we started dreaming again. I don't know about y'all, but I'm dreaming right now. And, you know, I'm about to go into this teaching that I want to share in the opening. And then we're going to be turning it over to some incredible leaders. Some of the top, you'll recognize a bunch of them. But, but one of the things I was thinking about is last week I went on a hike. And I'll tell more about it in just a second. But, you know, when you hit a certain point on a massive hike, when you're climbing a 14er, you hit this thing, this thing called a pain cave. And I'm hiking and, I, and Nick Johnson is there with me. Nick is our president of Optavia. And, and he told me, he said, when my earbuds go in, I'm in the pain cave. I'll explain that in a moment. He said, that's where I have to dig deeper. You know what right now is the last three days? It's about digging deep. It's about going to the next level. And I was telling uh, Yolanda Perry a couple of days ago, I said, I, we, we, number one, we were authentic. Number two, we lived out loud as loud as we could because we had found something that worked, those three things. And here's what I want to say to you guys as we come to you this morning as we get started. I want you to take a breath. I want you to get ready because this is one of those mornings that could shift every single thing that's going on inside of you. You know, Dan and I were talking the other day and I was talking about the six levels uh, of an opt to be a coach. And number one, you become a coach. I mean, boom, okay, you're a business owner. You got to do something with it. You got to put an open for business sign on the, on the window or nobody's coming in. I mean, you can rent, 
You can renovate. You can do the whole thing. But if you're not open for business, if people don't know you're there, they're not coming in. Number two, you begin to know the system. Here's why. Personality, my friends, everybody, personality only transfers one or two levels deep. And we learned that the hard way after about one year of coaching. And we realized we need to learn the system. Then we begin to be the brand and we begin to build it. That's level three. Then we begin to sponsor your next and begin to build our team. That's when you even start thinking about an LLC and how do we grow? Then we begin to grow in depth. And, but we kept our finger on the pulse of our original team. And then number six, we became a CEO. Those are just things we're talking about. But can we take a few minutes and talk to you about something that kind of burns in our heart? And again, you're just now jumping on. Dan and Megan asked us to leave this weekend and uh, they are um, doing the most important stuff, doing something with their kids for school. And uh, they are incredible. They're not too far from us. In fact, they're, they're, they're uh, this weekend. But here's what I want to say to you. We have all these unbelievable CEOs in this organization, teams. And, but the number one rule for every one of them is they learned in the beginning. You have to show up. Yeah. So you know what? Today you may be sitting there and you may be thinking, well, I've done enough. Yeah. And sometimes mediocrity can come into our lives and we have to realize that mediocrity is a prison and we need to start rattling the cage a little bit and get up in the morning and decide that we can do more. This morning when my alarm went off before the uh, sun came up this morning, That's demonic. I wanted to hit the snooze button. <laughs> and so, but when that alarm went off, that triggered in me that my dreams had began. For the day. And so I got up, I got the workout in, I got ready, got on training, heading to the college today. So when mediocrity starts start screaming to you during the day that you have done enough, that you have gone far enough, it's time to shut the door on it and say, there are more dreams inside of me. Don't settle for second best. Don't settle for just mediocre. Don't settle for just so-so. When you have dreams that are huge, that are massive dreams inside of you, if they're inside of you, then you have the ability to bring them to pass. Well, you know, last week we did something, I did something crazy. And I mean, it's the craziest thing I've ever done. And you got to remember, you know, uh, six years ago, I weighed close to 250 pounds. But Dan Bell invited my son and I and some other leaders to go climb what's called a 14er. And Em, if you want to bring up the, that PowerPoint real quick, we're going to dive into this. And guys, I want you to take notes for a second because this is more inspirational than, but you're going to hear tools in just a minute. But one of the things I've had to learn to do is I, I used to know how to quit easy. I used to know how to quit. And there's moments where you learn the power of consistency and completion. We got three days left in the month. Who is willing to do a health and hope this afternoon where you share the vision on Facebook or you call that five list? That's the five people that are always around you. The 10 list. That's 10 people that you can reach at any moment. The 100 list, the scared list. It's about getting crazy and thinking outside the box. If you've already planned to take the day off, you've already planned to not grow. That's just the rule. You have to make up your mind. I've got I've got a share call on the way to the college this morning. Why? Because there's a moment when we made up our mind that we're going into this. Go ahead and bring that back up. Sorry, Em. Here we, here we go. I want you to understand. So the climb. My, my son and I went to Colorado. We joined Dan Bell. We went and we climbed Mount Shivano, 14,229 feet. I'm just sharing this because it's important. And I shared this with our team the other night. And it's ranked number three in the toughest. I mean, it's crazy. Up, down. You got to remember, trees don't grow past 11,200 feet. So what does that mean? 
That means we climbed 14,000 feet. That means when we climbed where there wasn't any trees. That means we went up past the oxygen level you're supposed to go. There's a reason why on the plane, the pilot turns off the seatbelt sign at 10,000 feet. We went 4,000 higher than that. So go ahead, bring the next one up for me. So I wrote down some things that I learned about this. I didn't want to go. There were certain points the night before I'm looking at my son. I can't do this. It's straight up. It's four and a half miles up, four and a half miles down. But remember, everyone will finish. Every, not everyone will finish with you. We started out with a crew of about 12. Just about everybody made it, but not everybody made it. But we found out when we went out of the gates at five in the morning with our headlamps on and we're climbing this mountain. I've got Nick Johnson there. I've got a guy named Johnny there, my son, Nate. All of a sudden, I began to realize, wait a minute, we're getting farther and farther ahead of other folks. It began to spread out. Here, Can I tell you, comparison is the thief of joy. I didn't look back to see who was trying to keep up with me. I wasn't even trying to keep up with anybody. I was just trying to climb. That's where we're at today. Number two, never climb alone. You have a team. Some of you came into this business. And I want to tell you, these are some of the guys that showed up with us. Dan Bell, different folks who did this together. But I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you guys. When we started climbing that thing, I thought I thought I was in shape. We're almost at four, 500 rides this week on Peloton, but I wasn't ready. I was not ready. I, I'll go deeper into it. Number three, stay on the trail. Stay on the trail. There's a trail that's laid out for you. You know what I found out? People have gone ahead of us. There's these things called Karens, like my Karen right here. These are set up up and down the mountain from people that have been on the trail. Who recognizes this? Have you seen this on the front of Dr. A's book? Those are called Karens. It means somebody's been here, follow the path. Number four, in the climb, it's so easy to miss the scenery. I caught myself, man. I'm just like, I'm just like pushing and I miss things. Somebody even said to me, did you see that meadow off the side of the mountain? I mean, we're going higher and higher and higher and it's getting more and more intense. We're about to hit the pain cave. It's where you can't breathe and your legs are screaming. And I quit several times. I just sat down and quit. But tell them number five. So number five is the mountain is beautiful from a distance and on top, but it's the climb in between. You know what? I always say life is a great big adventure. Embrace the journey. The journey is part of the destination. You know, one of the things that I realized is when, I, when we're climbing up there, the mountain will lie to you. There's different levels. I'm like, we made it. And it was just another pass. It was just another level. Until finally we got to the, the, the last level and it was 700 feet of boulder climbing mm -hmm. and hopping. And I, I just couldn't do it. And a lady walked by my son and I, and my son is screaming, he's pushing me on. A lady walked by my son and I, and she said, she said, did you quit? I said, I quit a bunch today. Just, I mean, I was that intense. And she goes, it's okay to quit as long as you keep going. Can I say that to somebody? It's okay to quit as long as you keep going. Number six. Number six is don't judge someone else's climb with yours. Don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. Because along the way, they walk through things. Don't judge where someone is. You know, I'll compare even the Peloton rides. When I got COVID, I could not ride the Peloton. But Pat kept going on that journey. And when I started back on that, I was behind. I had to catch up, but I couldn't judge my journey by his. I had to just keep my focus, keep pushing forward, keep going on the journey I was on to reach the destination. You know, and, and here's the big thing. Right before the top part of the climb is the toughest. Toughest part of the climb is right there. I, I'm going to tell you a story for a second. 
I get, we're on this. This is what the mountain looked like, right? That's Dan Bell. He was going up. We were on our way back down. In fact, he said to me, hey, don't you want to stay, take a picture with me? I said, I am getting out of here. I can't breathe. I was in pain. My feet, I had blisters. It's crazy stuff. But here's what I want to tell you. I want to tell you a little story for a second. We're marching along. We hit the pain cave. Nick Johnson is up ahead of us. He said, guys, if I got my earbuds in, he's playing Metallica. He's in the pain cave. It means you can't take but every three steps to catch a breath. And I hit the pain cave. My son has run on ahead. He is winning. He is going to the top out of 12 guys. He's going to be the first one there. Nate's an athlete. Then all of a sudden I get there and I got, you know, when you're, when you're climbing and you're by yourself and you can't breathe and you're in pain, you know what? You get revealed. I mean, I'm having conversations. I've got worship playing. Other times I'm just, I'm screaming. Uh, I'm, I'm starting grieving my mom who died a year ago. Crazy stuff started happening to me. And I'm dealing with stuff and I'm praying. I'm doing all this stuff and I'm done. I'm done. We have another level of 700 feet to get to the top. Straight up boulders. I can't do it anymore. And all of a sudden, as I'm, I've got my pole. I broke one of the poles. I'm, I'm climbing through. I'm crying. That's where I was at. I was crying. And all of a sudden, I look off in the distance and I see my son. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I see, my, I see my son. And I go, what are you doing? He couldn't hear me. And finally I got closer. I said, what are you doing? He said, I said, you were about to win. He said, oh, dad. He said, we're best friends. He screamed it out. We're best friends. I can't reach the top without you. And he waited on me. He waited. And we climbed together. Two people went ahead of us. But he waited on me. And we climbed together. What am I saying to you? So that last picture, we made it to the top. I FaceTimed her. I'm crying. She goes, why are you crying? I said, you don't know. It was so hard. Bring that down. We wrap this part up and we go to the next in just a moment. Here's what I want to say to you. There's people on your team that'll wait on you. There's people on your team that'll climb with you. Find someone that'll wait on you. Text your coach this afternoon and say, will you wait on me? I'm in the pain cave. I'm going through the tough season. And that's why we wanted to share that in the opening. Here's what I want to say in this boot camp. You can do this. You are an overcomer. You do have greatness in you. You are a CEO. Wake up, get rolling. And as we wrap this up and go to our, our, our communicators are going to be sharing this morning. I want to say to you, what level are you at? Are you still at base camp? Get out of bed, start climbing. Because at 3 a.m. when that alarm went off for us to go climb, I didn't want to go. I'm not a morning person. But you know what? We did it. We pushed. We got to the top. We shouted, and then we had to come back down. So I think what we're trying to say is don't give up before your breakthrough. Because if he had given up at that point in the journey, he was just a short distance from the victory. Just a short distance. And so many times we give up when the victory is right around the corner. But if we'll push through that pain point, push through that obstacle, push through that that uh, boundary that's there, then if we will just push through and reach that victory, then we become who we were created to become in that victorious moment. We're in this thing together. It's time to run. We got three and a half days left. You're Dan and Megan, Valentine, that next coach you're going to be bringing on. They're waiting on your call. They're waiting on you to say you're ready to do this thing. And I've got somebody I'm going to bring on who I love so much. And he is a rock star, exploding He's fought through some battles. Brody, are you here with me? I want you to jump on. I want you to just talk about the power of your why and take it to the next level. Go ahead, Brody. 
Hey, I appreciate it, Pat. Thanks for turning it over. And I'll tell you what, that was a great story. It's pretty impressive that a flatlander from Texas can uh, go climb a mountain. So nice job. Um, yeah, Pat wanted me to talk about the power of your why. I've, I've kind of talked about this before in the past. Um, it's something that means a lot to me. So, but before I get into it, I kind of want to take you back a little bit. So before I started uh, really diving into this health coach, when I was, you know, I first bought my coaching kit, I had another job and that job drained me of energy. So if anybody here could put in the chat, are you working at a job currently that completely drains you of your energy every single day? It's an energy drainer. Yeah, because I know there's a lot of people that are there with me. Um, one thing that I learned really quick was that our health coaching community of Optavia actually was something that gave me a lot of energy. I loved jumping on trainings. I loved jumping on boot camps. I loved listening to podcasts because it actually gave me energy throughout the day to actually even be better at my other job, believe it or not. Um, I, get, I get empowered when I hear other people's stories of positivity. Um, and I remember Jeff France talking on a training and he kept, he, he, actually, he said it multiple times. He, sh he shared his story of how he was actually working out on the oil rigs. Um, and he was doing shear calls from uh, in snowstorms, you know, in the Midwest or out in the plains of North Dakota. And like he was freezing cold and, he, you know, he, was, he just started getting into his health, uh, health coaching business. And he was able to build a successful enough business because he did the daily action steps in order to eventually leave that job and do this health coaching thing full, full time. His story empowered me to develop my why. My original why in this business was I wanted to build this business big enough so that I could leave that job and come home to my kids. Because quite frankly, I missed them. I spent way too much time away from my wife, away from my kids, uh, and it was bothering me. But it was because Jeff France shared his story, and that's what empowered me. Um, so when, when I developed that why that I wanted to leave that, you know, original job that I had, um, it was big enough. My why was big enough and it meant something. And it meant something in the, in the standpoint of it allowed me and made me do the daily action steps each and every day that it took to eventually um, get to that goal of leaving that job. You can't take a day off in this business. You have to develop a big enough why that drives you and motivates you to do the daily action steps every day, even when you don't want to. So when you develop a why in this business, make it big enough, make it mean something so that it can uh, allow you to do the daily action steps each and every day. Um, when it comes to sponsoring and helping others discover their why, I wanna tell you this, facts tell, stories sell. So. Tiffany Howard is probably one of the best examples of this that I can actually um, think of. There wasn't a dry eye at convention when Tiffany got up there and, and shared her story. Now, Tiffany is uber successful in this business, and she could have certainly taken the route of, okay, these are the facts. This is our compensation plan. 1,200 volume equals one qualification point, and this is what you're going to need to do to get to this level, blah, blah, blah. Tiffany doesn't do that. She shares her story. And she shares it in an authentic way that empowers people. It enlightens people to the opportunity of coaching. And that's why she's able to sponsor so many people is because she can tell her story and it empowers others. So how are you leading your team? How are you showing up each and every day? Are you sharing your story bold enough so that it can empower somebody else to want to join us in this business? 
or are you just telling facts? Because if you're telling facts, you're just telling facts. But if you're sharing your story, that's ultimately how you're going to grow your business. Um, communicate to other people how great they would be. You know, and I know that's one thing that Tiffany does really well. And so does Pat and Karen. So does Dan and Megan. They tell people how great they could be in this business. They empower people before they ever realize how great they actually really are. And so many times, um, you know, people are broken down. We have the opportunity to change lives at Optivia, and it's not just physical transformation. It's through it's financial transformation through health coaching. And if you can allow yourself to be bold enough to talk to talk to somebody about the opportunity of coaching and how it's you know how it's changed your life, and share your story and let them know how great they'd be at it. That that's going to be what it takes to bring on coaches, and that's ultimately what it's going to take for somebody to become a successful coach. Um, Lastly, helping others discover their why. This is done through phone calls and actually building relationships. You cannot find out where somebody's at in their life unless you get on a Zoom, unless you get on a phone call and find out who that person really is and dig deep. Build a solid relationship. That's what this whole business is, is all about, is building relationships. And I'll leave you with this. Feel and real are totally different things. So as you're on social media, and you're adding friends, and you're trying to develop relationships with people, what you see on social media and what's actually reality oftentimes are night and day. Um, and I'll leave you with this. Like, so you obviously, you can see if somebody has a successful career, like in nursing, or if they're a doctor, you know, they paint the picture that life is really good. But in all reality, you know, that job, as we spoke about in the beginning, is draining them of their energy. Or, you know, they're spending a lot of time with their kids, or at least it appears that way on social media, but guess what? They're, they're not spending as much time with their kids as they want. So feel and real are totally different things. And I'll leave you with this. A lot of the time, when you have a preconceived notion of why somebody would not be a good health coach, that oftentimes ends up being the reason why they become a very successful health coach. And that's their why and the foundation of their business. So Pat and Karen, thank you so much for getting me on. I'll turn it back to you. <laughs> Feeling real. You know, I said this the other night uh, on our training or at some point I made the statement. I said, find the people that you were jealous of. Maybe you went to high school with or they got this great business and make them jealous of you. In other words, because they're probably you probably had the wrong misconception of why you were jealous of them. You saw success, but they are ready for a shift. They're ready for a change. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something, Brody. I've watched you do that. I've watched you live it out loud. I've watched you explode this incredible business. And guys, this is the bottom line as you're sitting here today. You can do all the trainings you want, but if you don't get an action right after this, we got three days. Go ahead. Yeah. So you know what? I want to introduce uh, the next speaker because this woman is literally such a boss and she is so energetic. If you're around her for any amount of time, you are going to be just running around the house, excited and ready to conquer the world. And she has built an incredible business off of creating a culture of celebration. And, and if you knew her team, you would see it all through throughout the team. Celebration is key. And so I want to introduce Amy Roberts to come on and share with us. Go for it, Amy. Good morning, everybody. So first of all, when Pat gave me this topic, y'all, I was like, Mm. Well, y'all, this week, I started praying this week, and I was like, Lord, help me bring this to light, what it really means to celebrate. Y'all, the Lord gave me the picture 
And I've got to tell you, it's a short story. I'm going to start my timer. My son last year, senior year, basketball season, COVID hit. They weren't allowing stands um, to be full anymore. We literally had senior night in Thanksgiving time because we knew at least the families would come that kind of year, y'all. Our coach invites a D1 team from across the Metroplex as one of our first games. Y'all, I was like so sad for my son. Two seniors on a basketball team, him and another guy. My son's the biggest one at 6'5". This team, D1 athletes, you know what I mean. 6'8", 6'9", huge, massive people. They walk in the gym and I go, senior night, my son's going to get crushed. This is terrible. My family came, of course, because we only had 100 people in the stands. And usually these games are 3,000 people in the stands. Our student section, guys, is always 1,000 kids, and they're on their feet the whole game. So we have 100 parents, and we're about to get creamed. And I'm just feeling so bad. Our team's a really young team and really small team. Two seniors, small juniors, um, a couple of sophomores, and the whole game were behind. Y'all, this really happened. It really happened. The last period of the game, we get within seven points, y'all. I can't help myself. The cheerleader in me from high school, I stand on the bleachers, and I start literally yelling, let's go, Keller! And I started going crazy, crazy, because I could feel my momentum. I know I could shift it to them if they could just hear me. I start pointing to the 100 people with me, and I'm like, get up, yell. So we're on our feet. Let's go, Keller. Let's go. At one point, y'all, it comes to the last minute of the game. I mean, the last, I'm sorry, not the last minute. We're in the last minute. The last 20 seconds of the game, our coach points to me in the stands, and he goes, keep going and I was like let's go y'all the last seconds of the game we tied that game of this monster ginormous team we these little bitty scrappy team that looked like the chess club tied the d1 team do you know we went into overtime and we won by one point on a free throw on senior night y'all I am telling you right now how you celebrate clients how you celebrate them Brings on your coaches. If you, I didn't know how to celebrate. I started looking on the optimal page and I started seeing posts by Karen, posts by Yolanda, posts by Pat, posts by my team, Kevin, Diane, and I go, oh, I need to do that. I just followed the leader. That's all I did, y'all. I just followed the leader. You take 20 seconds, maybe a minute. It takes no time, but I'm telling you right now, there's something in the celebration. If you don't take your time to give your clients that momentum, they stop. They stop. And it's the same with your business. So I'm telling you today, I had two coaches. This is a real thing. Last fall, I had two coaches that y'all, they caught the vision the first month. And I was pumped for them. I'm like, yes. They were ED their very first month. I'm, I'm literally leading the way, showing them, telling them what to do. Do you know I never saw them celebrate one client? It kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I thought, what are you doing? I knew, I knew they had 20 clients. And I'm like, how do I not see one celebration post? How do I not? So I mentioned it one day. And you know what the response was? We both have jobs and we're really busy. Their three-month ED, ED for three months. 
came crashing down the third month. They went from 8,000 frontline down to 2,000 and lost their all business. In three months, they lost it. If you have an ED business and you're not celebrating, your business is going to crumble. You have got to get motivated. Do you know what Pat told me last month? He told me last month, y'all, I've been presidential um, for three months. And in July, it came crashing down. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, Pat told me, Amy, you hit a speed bump. Do you know what that did? It put a new fire in me. The last two weeks, I have been calling, celebrating clients. I've been calling coaches and saying, who can I celebrate? Those that want to jump with me and want my help, I'm giving it, y'all. I brought on six coaches in the last couple of weeks for my coaches because I'm like, let me help you celebrate them. I got, last night, brand new coach. I got to walk her through. It wasn't my coach. It was my coach's coach. But I said, let me help you with this first one because I wanted her to feel my excitement and my momentum because y'all, the momentum is here and my seeds, I am sowing, sowing and my harvest is coming. I know it. And it's all in the celebration. If you have this momentum and this fire for clients, clients become coaches because of it. So I'm telling you my three, my four things I do, I ask permission first. A lot of people don't just throw something on social media for them if you didn't ask the permission. Number two, celebrate them on those optimal health pages. Number three, I look at Facebook pages and I just look at things about them. And one example, last uh, last week I had two of my clients that are just doing amazing. They don't like to be celebrated. But their daughter joined a sorority and they put a picture of themselves. So in the comments, I was like, congratulations, buddy. Oh my gosh, you two, you look amazing. Well, immediately she calls me and she was like, do you notice? I was like, yes, girl, I noticed. I know you don't like me to celebrate you, but I noticed. So the last one, four, ask them for before and after picture and celebrate that. A lot of clients will give you that. So anyways, I just want to encourage you guys, don't make this hard. It takes 20 seconds. 20 seconds to celebrate somebody. Do it at a red light. Do it before bed. Do it in the morning. Do it while you're having a cup of coffee. Pick out people. Celebrate. Those celebrations become coaches, and coaches make your business boom. Thanks. I hope this blessed somebody today. <laughs> I'd hate to follow you. I told y'all. I'm just telling you. I just, yeah. Well, and you know what? It's the reason why she has a massive exploding business. And you know what? Honestly, we put people in the winner's circle. Most people haven't been put in the winner's circle in years. Put them in the winner's circle. Wayne Pendle, you are a master at teaching formula and teaching process. And you and Courtney, there's a reason why you're, you're IPD. There's a reason why you have a massive organization. And uh, Wayne, I just, I love the fact that I'm making you follow Amy. That's incredible because I would hate to do that. And I'm I know, as soon as you said that, you go, I hate for the person to follow Amy. And I'm like, please don't let it be me. Please don't let it be me. <laughs> okay, so. I am so honored that it's me because I get to follow that great momentum. And I just want to say thanks to Amy. Thanks to Brody, Pat and Karen, that story about climbing the mountain, man, we've got to make that a separate training because that was so, so good. Well, guys, I'm going to take all of that energy and all of that momentum and all of that, what's your why, and do a little bit of math with you this morning. So I'm going to break it down. Listen, Corey Baker said this to me years ago, and it has stuck with me in my mind. He says, Wayne, you and I get paid to start conversations. We do not get paid to start clients. We do not get paid to start coaches, although we know that's how the comp plan works. We get paid to start conversations. But I want to do a little breakdown with you. So Dan talked about last week 
deconstructing your business. So let's take all of that energy from Amy and all of that momentum from, from Brody and from Pat and Karen and talk about, because Brody mentioned this, what are the daily steps that we need to do? So I'm going to do a little whiteboard math with you guys. You ready? Some of you are learning style, like a little bit of math. So we're going to do that this morning. I'm going to show you, and again, somebody can insert all of the disclaimers in there, how to build a global business in one year by just through conversations. Thank you, Barrett and Melanie, for putting that in there. All right, so I'm going to share my screen and do a little whiteboard exercise uh, with you guys that's out there. Uh, all right, so let's say that you and I want to have, and yes, my handwriting's like a doctor, a global biz in a year. So somebody put into the chat, how many executive director teams does it take to be officially recognized as global director? All right, that should be an easy one that we should know. It is five, but I'm not going to start with five. I'm gonna, we're going to give a little bit of spares and we're going to say, let's say that we want seven executive director teams, seven EDs. Okay, well, my question is, how many senior coaches does it take to get seven executive directors? Because we're going to break this down into a number of conversations. Well, if you know anything about kind of the way this works is, we like to say that one out of every two senior coaches will make executive director. Now, these are all just averages and ratios, but that's a pretty good rule of thumb. So that would be if we time seven by two, that would mean you need 14 senior coach teams potentially to pull out seven executive directors. Well, then that begs the question, if I have 14 senior coach teams, how many coaches do I need? Yes, that says coaches. All right, well, kind of the rule is, is that one out of every three coaches is gonna make senior coach. Could be more, could be less, but that's a pretty good rule. Well, if we times 14 by three, that's gonna give us 42 coaches that you need to personally sponsor and your frontline to come up with 14 senior coaches for seven potential EDs. Well, I'm going to keep going with this because I'm going to ask myself, if I have 42 coaches, how many clients do I potentially need to pull out of that? Well, we like to say a good rule is one out of every five clients, there's a coach in there. Could be more, could be less. But if we times that together, that gives us 210 clients that you're going to need. Now, again, we're building a global business in a year with seven EDs. So, it could, you know, you could go faster or slower. So, but I want to know, because I'm a curious guy, if I have 210 clients, how many conversations? Because this is where I really want to get. How many conversations, I'll call those convos, do I need? Well, I am finding. And it could be more, could be less for you, that one out of every 10 conversation that I have turns into a client. So that means I need to have 2,110 conversations, plus or minus, to get seven EDs. Now, that may seem uh, overwhelming, but I'm going to do some cool math right now. Here's what I want to know, too, because I'm super curious. How many of those conversations... If I do those in a year, how many do I need to do per day? So if I have to have 
2110 conversations a year. How many do I need? Well, if I do the simple math and divide 2110 by 365, you know what it comes out to be? This is going to be super cool. It's going to blow your mind. 5.7. Let's just round up and say six. Okay, six conversations a day. This is the power of consistency. Six conversations a day to get to seven EDs right there. Okay. Now, let me ask you, how many times a day does Dr. A prescribe that we eat? Somebody put in the chat. You, you, it's pretty simple math. Whether you're at your healthy weight or still trying to get to your healthy weight, five years, Courtney and I have been in our healthy weight and we still make this a habit. Yes, the answer is six. So let me do this really quick. If a, if a business building activity is to start conversations and eating fuelings or a lean and green is what we do on the client side, why not merge those two habits together and habit stack. Here's practically what I want to tell you. Every time you eat a fueling or every time you have a healthy meal, start a conversation and you'll have a global business in a year. Don't make it complicated. That's what Amy was just sharing. This, these simple 20 second to celebrate. It takes no time to send a birthday message. Hey, Joe, noticed it was your birthday today. I hope you have a blessed day. Any big plans? Boom, I just did a business building activity. So literally for me, before I take my last bite of my fueling or my last bite of my lean and green, I start a conversation because I want to make sure that I'm getting that proper nourishment for my body physically and proper nourishment for my business. And if I do those things together, and I'll share this last uh, slide here just to show you practically what it looks like. This is what my phone looks like every day. Notice what's on there. I've got fueling conversation, timer, fueling conversation, timer, fueling conversation, lean and green conversation. That's what my phone looks like every single day. It reminds me, you want to have proper nourishment for your body and proper nourishment for your business. And I love this quote that I'll leave you with here. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. That's what Leonardo da Vinci said, right? So guys, we don't need to make it complicated, but if we will break down, and that's what's exciting about this, the power of consistency over time can build a massive business if that's what you want. Don't overthink it. Don't complicate it. Eat your fueling, drink your water, start a conversation, and you can take this business wherever you want. So Pat and Karen, thanks for letting me do a little math with you guys this morning. My gosh, guys, I don't know if you got all of what he just said. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something, Wayne and Courtney. I mean, if you know about the fast track, many of you know they're, 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 they're right behind it. They learned from the France team. Listen, you need to understand something. What you just heard, you just heard from a brilliant mind. And a lot of people don't know this about Wayne. Wayne actually trains major corporations, military, a lot of other stuff. And so what you just got right there was worth a uh, $250 entrance fee to a uh, to walk in and sit in a leadership conference. That was unbelievable, Wayne. Thank you. And you know, something we do on Thursday nights, and we have a whole, many, a whole bunch of teams that meet at different places, different times, and all that kind of stuff, but the team that Karen and I lead, we do something called a two-minute concept or two-minute power moment. And we bring on the rock star just to jump in, commercial in the middle of the training. Kevin Boyd, give me two minutes. Would you do that for me real quick? Just drop two minutes on me. Just make my brain hurt. 
everybody how are you doing and wayne i did not know you and i have the same handwriting i just learned that that was amazing i love the chicken scratch there brother it looked like i wrote that how's everybody doing let's wake up folks it's boot camp i have not even had coffee yet but i'm super excited with everything i'm hearing today i've got two minutes let's go i want to talk to you my success factor is about dreams okay i had a dream of getting out of a ups truck and with hard work and diligence and determination that happened, insert disclaimer here, you guys read that, it's awesome. What does it take to reach those dreams? Let's break it down. D, do the work. It's not hard work, guys. We're talking about posting. We're talking about starting conversations, adding friends, sharing this amazing, amazing gift with others. There's always something we can do, okay? And often we lie to ourselves, saying that we're doing everything we can. Raise your hand as high as you can right now. I want participation. I see the videos. Raise your hand as high as you can, people. Let's do it. I see it. Is that as high as you can? No. Raise it higher, higher. There's always something we can be doing more, right? We tell ourselves we're doing everything we can, and that's often not the case. So when you think you're doing everything you can, raise higher, reach a little higher, do that work. Lazy people do a little work and think they should be winning, but winners work as hard as possible and still think they're being lazy. Let that sink in. I saw that quote the other day. I love it. R, rank. Don't chase it. Focus on changing lives one at a time with great client support, great coach support, and rank will take care of itself. When you make this about them and not about you, that's when your dreams will come true in this business. E, excuses. Get rid of them. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. Get rid of the time wasters. Netflix is not going to get you to your dreams, guys. Listening on the radio to Imagine Dragons. I think they have a song about dreams. It's not going to get you there. Let's plug into some podcasts. Let's plug into our clients. Let's plug into our coaches. Wherever you can find time, that's where those dreams happen, okay? A in dreams. Action. Stay in it. Consistency is key in this business. Do the work even when you don't feel like it. You're not always going to be motivated, but you know what? Do the work because it's going to be worth it because you know what? When we're doing the work, there's a life on the other end of that that needs changing, okay? So stay in action. M in dreams, mentorship. Reach up a lot. Apply what you hear. Don't just say I needed it, but put into action what those mentors are pouring into you. Get your steel toe boots out. Don't be afraid to have your, your toes stepped on sometimes, guys. And believe me, my toes have been crushed a few times. Take what they're telling you, apply it. They want you to win, okay? The last one, and this is the most important thing for dreams to come true, sponsor. You have to sponsor. You have to share this opportunity with others. If your business is not where you want it to be, it's always because you don't have the coaches to support your dreams. That's all I've got. I hope that helped. Guys, it's worth it. Do the work. Let's make those dreams happen. DTW. Hey, real quick, pause moment. Everybody take a picture, scroll through uh, on the Zoom, put it in the, uh, and that was incredible, Kevin. Put it up there and where you can see all the squares, the Brady Bunch moment. Take a picture, post it on Instagram and Facebook and simply say, by the way, we had incredible teaching by Jamie Montero and his son on the reason why Instagram is exploding. Post it and say, I love Saturday mornings. I love being part of a team. Join my team. Be a part of the team. Something like that. Let people know you're busy while they're out or they're, while they're Stay watching sleeping. cartoons. That's right. Okay, real quick. This guy fires me up. Incredible team. JoJo and Autumn Dawson, they are the best. They have massive organization. And uh, I asked him to come on. I said, would you just come on 
and, and share for five minutes. Are y'all fired up today? This is good stuff. You are growing today. Jojo, take over, my brother. Thank you, Pat and Karen. It's always an honor. And something that I want to I want to give you is something that I've used to build a lot like our YouTube ministry and different ministries. I want to talk about three things. Please get a pad and pen and write these three words down. I want to teach you how to grow your business. You have to grow your mindset to grow your organization. Write the word local, write the word regional, and write the word national down. I was recently talking to one of my coaches and she simply said, I really don't know who else to talk to. I said, well, explain to me your hundreds list. As we started to talk, I said, excuse me, where does everybody live that that you're talking about? She said, well, in my hometown. I said, friend, all you've tapped into is your local anointing. Some people have a local anointing. Some have a regional anointing and some have a national sphere of influence. And she said, no, I don't know anybody outside of my city. I said, you mean to tell me everybody that graduated your high school lives in your city? She said, no, they moved all over America. I said, did you go to college? And she said, yes, I went to college. So everybody you went to college with moved to your hometown? She said, no, they live, of course, all over America. I said, your business isn't growing because you are only in your local group. See, your local group is in 25 miles of your house. Your regional impact, your sphere of influence is at 150 miles of your house. And your national influence is America. Now let's flip the script. I was talking to another one of my coaches the other day and she said, I think I've maxed out my sphere of influence. And so we start talking about her group and I said, hang on, do you have any clients in your hometown? And she said, no, I've never even tapped into anybody in my hometown because all I use is my social media influence. I said, do you have anybody within 150 miles of your house? She said, just a few. So we got to understand a lot of time our limited mindset is this right here. The people that I'm the most familiar with is the only people that I am going to talk to. Okay. Now I'm going to pick back off what Wayne Pendle said. You start six conversations a day. Start two local conversations a day within five miles of your house. Start two conversations within 150 miles of your house. And then start two national conversations. And literally, my friends, your business could double, if not triple, in 90 days. We have grown. I've started implementing this because I use this, you know, in our YouTube ministry. But now I'm using this in Optavia and things are exploding and spreading at a very rapid pace. Now, I want to give you one more pro tip that can really help you. I want you to write down one through seven. Number one is Sunday. Two is Monday. Three, and it goes all the way down like that. I want you to write down your top seven spheres of influence that you have. Let's say if you're a person of faith, Sunday is church and restaurant, because y'all know y'all going to get your lean and green after church because mama ain't cooking. So what you do is you write church and restaurants. And if you do Walmart pickup, which is of Jesus, you know, you you put that down. Well, maybe on Monday you write down teachers. You think about all the educators and coaches that your kids have ever, you know, had. Number three may be like on Tuesday, it may be all the activities that you and your family are in. And you start going down like that. And so you would tap into spheres of influence that you have, people that you've known from the past that you have never even once considered to share this amazing program with. See, the reason a lot of people's businesses are not growing 
is because their mindset's not growing. America is a huge nation. And if you just look at your hometown, there's a lot of people that you're not reaching. Right now in our city of Texarkana, when I started coaching 25 months ago, I was the first one. We have 80 coaches in our city now. I'm about to own my city, y'all. Well, actually, here's the thing. My wife owns our city. I'm more of a national person. The majority of the coaches I bring on and clients are from the nation. Hers is the city. We did a taste and see and a hope and health. Actually, some of our coaches did the other day. We had people drive two and three hours to that. People are hungry for community. They're hungry to be around. I'm telling you, friends, there is an anointing on our business. Go out there, reach people local, reach them regional, and reach people in the nation. Those three, and go after every sphere of influence that you have. And like I said, there is some people that will say my business doubled, and some people say my business actually could triple in 90 days because it's the reason your business may be limited is your mindset. And every day I ask the Lord to help me to grow my mindset so I can go out there and grow every single thing that I'm a part of. I love this team. You guys are our family. Pat and Karen, love you guys so much and honored to be with y'all. Thank you, brother. I'm telling you, y'all are blowing it up. And, and it's kind of blowing my mind what y'all are doing right now. That You had the 12 new clients the other day that came out of that, that uh, gathering you had. And we're going to be doing one in, in Fort Worth in the next couple of weeks. Jojo, thank you so much. Tim Roller, yeah, in just a moment, you're going to share. But I want to tell everybody, take that picture. Remember when I said that a minute ago? Take a picture, put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook. Add or tag Dan and Megan Valentine and say thank you for leading us well. Thank right. you for letting us be a part of this team. The attitude of gratitude rolls out a red carpet in your own life. Who's next? Tim Roller, give us two-minute success tip. Go ahead, Tim. Thank you, Pat and Karen. Uh, you know, when they asked me the other day to speak, Kevin and I got together. We said, what can we do impactfully in two minutes? And we decided, let's take two words. Kevin decided dreams. I'm going to do a word that is impressed on me from the very beginning of my coaching by Pat especially. He has taught me the importance of being a leader. Do you understand when you bought that coaching kit, you became an instant leader? And you might say, I've never led anything in my life. I don't know how to lead. Trust me when I tell you, Pat and Karen will back me up on this. Wayne Pendle, everybody you're going to hear on here, you see as incredible leaders, Dan and Megan. It is all a process. We are all evolving into the better leader day by day by day. So I want to do kind of piggyback on what Kevin did. I want to take each letter of leaders and I am going to literally fire hose you here. So hang on. And uh, we're going to get through this in two minutes, all right? So leaders, let me start with uh, the letter L. Leaders lead by example. Your team, clients and coaches, are going to be a direct reflection of you. Are you excited about your journey? Are you an encouragement? Are you in daily action? Leaders lead by example. The E in leaders. Leaders engage when they don't feel like it. This is a hard one for all of us, right? Do you have a structure in place that allows you to take emotion out of working towards your goals? And is it a habitual part of each day to the point that you follow and complete it regardless of whether you feel like it or not? Leaders engage even when they don't feel like it. A, leaders lead from the future and they act in the now. This concept is so important. It's number one on Optavia's Habits of Transformational Leadership. It simply means this. Leaders understand that without a captivating future, there is no reason to alter our current actions and behaviors. Leaders stand in the future they want to create, and then they look back at their present and they see what steps are needed to make that future a reality. D, leaders do more. Maximum goals 
become minimum standards. When you hear of the 333, why not the 555? Why not the 101010? Leaders do more. E, leaders enjoy seeing others succeed. Ultimate success comes when the focus is taken off ourselves and it's placed on others. Leaders understand that the success of others, which is their clients and their coaches, is ultimately what will lead to their personal success. R, leaders refuse to settle. Their future, their goals, their why is way too important. And they're so personally connected to it that they refuse to settle for anything less. And then S, leaders surround themselves with like-minded people. Leaders understand that they are the sum of the people they choose to be around. Leaders create their tribe based on their core beliefs and where they want to be. Pat, back to you. Hey, you know, I want to add one thing to that. A lot of you don't know this, but there was a precious lady named Terry that was at convention that uh, she passed away this week. Suddenly, crazy thing happened physically to her. Uh, Tim and I were on a phone call that morning. I believe it was Friday. Was it Friday or Thursday? Anyway, Tim, we were on a phone call together. And uh, we celebrated her life. We just talked about how to, you know, she has a whole team, incredible, incredible leaders. She passed away suddenly, out to be a coach. And uh, I wish I could uh, add one more word to that because Tim, you modeled this week, you and Fred uh, and that whole team, you modeled um, what a leader really was, but you also modeled what it means to, to pastor your group and to love your folks. And I'm just so proud of you because it was a hard week and you're on here today after that week. And uh, anyway, we're going to miss Terry, but she is uh, celebrating and dancing up there in glory. So that's, that's what it's all about. Hey, go ahead. Well, you know, uh, the next person that we're going to come have come on. Two more speakers. Is, yeah, we just have two more. But the next one, you're going to love this. Uh, Brandon and Westland Biggers are integrated presidential directors. And Westland is going to come on uh, and share with you today about modeling and modeling being that coach and so being the coach that your team needs you to be so Wesley come on and share with us incredible leader go for it Wesley so glad to be with you guys this morning amazing training leave it to the shots lines to bring this like powerhouse group like this is so much fun this morning so enjoying being with you all but Yes, I wanted to talk to you about modeling. And really, I'm kind of speaking to two different people. Let me set my timer. There we go. Two different people. First of all, if you are the, the newer coach, or maybe you're the coach that just is like, I'm not sure I've really mastered the system. You don't have to be a brand new coach. Can I be honest? I've seen coaches who have been at this thing for a while maybe not having quite mastered the system yet, not really confident in their business building skills. And so if you're that person, whether you're new or seasoned-ish, this is for you. But this is also for the coach who is coaching other coaches. You are now a business coach. Maybe you sponsored your first coach. Maybe you're leading a larger team. Here's the deal. I want to go back. Oh my gosh. Can I just repeat something that Wade Pendle said? Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Sometimes we complicate this business. So let's just pretend, let me, let me give you a really quick example. Okay. You have a client who has, you, they've tapped into their why they've invested in the program. They've got their box. They're excited. They've done their journey kickoff call. They've got their guide. And then all of a sudden they start adding peanut butter to their brownie. Or instead of having one or two, maybe three condiments, they're having eight condiments. 
or they're leaving off a fueling or they're substituting a fueling for something else. And they're racking their brain, trying to figure out why they're not getting results, right? They are not following the trusted system. And so our job as their coach is to come in and say, this is really simple. Just trust this thing. This is an old copy of the guide. It's all I had upstairs. Okay. So just trust the system. It's really simple. That's our job as coaches is to say, let me break the simplicity down. Have you ever, and I know this is really basic, but this is what we have to understand as business coaches and as coaches who were also learning this system is that you can do all the things that every Everyone mentioned leading up to this, all the conversations, all of the, you know, tapping into your why, reverse engineering your business. But then when it gets to the point where you have shared your before and after or your, or your coach has shared the before and after, and we don't pass down this system or learn this system, and we start trying to share the program via messenger or text or we start trying to do some other thing. It's just like adding peanut butter to the brownie. You're not going to get the results you need, want, and deserve to get. If you have jumped into this thing called Optivia, you deserve the best, the best results. So that said, here's our job as business coaches. Let me tap over to the business coaches for a minute. Okay. We have amazing resources. This team has the path to senior coach. It's incredible. But can I just tell you this? Nothing replaces your job as a business coach or as a business leader to make sure that you model the system for your coaches. And again, for those of you sitting in the seats, I know I'm talking to two people at once here, but I feel like the team really needs to hear this. I have seen so many people get to the point of having people in their messenger or having people in their comments, and they don't follow what I call those green slides that tell us how to respond to people in order to take them from comments to messenger to the phone. And that is where I feel like the biggest kink in the hoses for most coaches is making that transition and learning that system. It's so beautifully simple. Don't complicate it. Don't add to it. Don't take anything away from it. It's kind of like condiments, right? You have this one little line you need to say to someone in Messenger, and we start adding all this other stuff where if we just kept it simple, we would have a greater chance of getting that person to the phone. Business coaches, that's our job to make sure, not to just trust that our coaches saw that video or that post on the path to senior coach, but that they actually have watched you do it. Hey, tell me when you get your first message from from a candidate, a potential client. I want to help you respond to them. Okay, great. This is where you respond with this. Awesome. And then, and if they get a little stuck and they're like, oh boy, now that now they're asking me another question. Okay, here's the answer to that. We are modeling it. We are showing them. And let me just tell you, there is nothing more powerful. Well, I shouldn't say nothing. The three-way call is so important. It is so essential that every single coach, I don't care what background you came from. I don't care how amazing you are at your other job. You have never been an Optivia health coach before. Our coaches have never been Optivia health coaches before. I don't care what their IQ is. Everybody needs a three-way call and a handful of them to learn how to do the system, to learn how to awaken follow the health assessment authentically and naturally to do all of those things. And even when we get down to the point of placing that first client order, can I say this? I have found that there's coaches who have been coaching six months to eight months on our team that were just never really explained how to place that first order. And we're modifying kits. If you're doing it, stop now. Modifying kits and asking, going to people's houses and sitting down and helping them pick out their 22 boxes. And I was going, dear Jesus, no wonder they can't reach ED. They are complicating the system. That is adding way too many condiments. Okay. This is the importance of modeling the system for our coaches. And also as new coaches, putting yourself in the 
the apprenticeship role and the apprentice role being willing to learn, being willing to watch and observe. We do, we watch someone else do it. We do it together. Then we go out and do it on our own. Don't complicate it. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Hope that helps y'all. Well, oh I love gosh. that. I love that. I love it. So many people are adding too many condiments to their business. You know, I was I was scrolling on here. And we're, we're, Yolanda's about to share. Yes. So if you get off here, you're just dumb. You're just yeah. dumb. You're <laughs> dumb. You, 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 you know what? You can't fix dumb. That was that was on my report card. Phone. I actually, seventh grade science teacher. She left the stuff in the lab. I didn't know it would blow it up. Anyway, that's a whole thing that happened. It's not important. But you can't comp- don't don't mess it up. What you just heard from Wesson is brilliant. I was looking, I was scrolling through just a second ago. And uh, all right, Vernon, bring it down. And uh, I saw you all up in there. Here's the deal. <laughs> Listen, I was scrolling through and I'm looking at everybody and I'm looking at Angie. Angie Landers, you are a CEO. You're so in. I'm looking at different yeah. people. They're so in. Larry Biggers, one of the greatest leaders in America in church world. I'm looking at different people on here and I'm scrolling through and some of you don't realize who you are. You don't know who you are. You, you, Donna, I see you, Donna Sperry, different people that I'm looking at. Misty Cox, we're just scrolling for a second. And because we're about to hear from Yolanda and she's going to bring us home. You know, I'm looking at each of you and I'm going, we're all different. We're all from different places. Yeah. Some of us live in the land of the free called Texas. Some of us <laughs> live in, in the land of bondage, other of West Coast. And yeah. so here's what I want to say to all of y'all. Every one of us are in this thing together. And there's, you know what? I just say it like this. I had no clue what I was doing, but I really faked everyone out when I got started. Mm-hmm. And Karen helped me. She's like, we're doing this. We got this. And we're just like, we, we get off of a Zoom going, what the heck are we doing? We have no clue what we're doing. All I know how to do. Here's what I want you to understand. What Weston just shared. Lean in, show up today, reach up your mentorship and say, you help me climb the mountain again? Help me jump back in there again? And as we wrap this up, mm-hmm. I love the authenticity of the lady that's about to share. Yeah. Sitting down the hall down here, mm-hmm. I'll never forget the night she found out her father passed away. She, they were here visiting. We're having a gathering. And as we wrap up this house, we're selling the ranch. We're buying a new place down the road. Move out in the next two nights. Please come and help us move on Monday. Mm-hmm. If you're in Dallas, please. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> but as I... As I look at this crew that's here, I look at I look at Jackie Mills on a road trip. Jackie, I see you laid up in there and yeah. road trip. I look at different people on this Saturday morning. And here's what I want you to know. If you just simply make up your mind today, you know what? I'm calling five people. I'm just saying, do this journey with me. Let's join this thing together. Maybe you got to offer them wellness credit. Let them know that doesn't come from some cool coupon from Optavia. Sorry, you tapped a nerve. That comes out of a bank account. But what I want you to know is, what if you gave a wellness credit to certain people today? What if you sold where you want to go today? The lady that's coming on right now to wrap this up, the other day she said to me, we need to talk. And I got on a phone call with her. And we just began to diagnose, reverse engineer. We had to get back to some basics. This lady that's coming does a business, travels the world, speaks all over the world, writes, incredible, unbelievable leader. She works from hotels. She takes care of her family. She's always on the go. She's going to share about how to do your business on the move. Yolanda Perry, we love you. Please talk to us. Thank you so much. I appreciate everyone who has shared so much. Let me start my timer here. 
talking about building your business on the go. And I was just thinking, I have to share a really huge story in a very tiny pocket of time because I feel like it's so relevant to right now. I am clear that that God called me to preach the gospel. I'm clear. I've always been clear that God called me to the nations. And I remember I was going through a time where my daughter, she's now 27 years old, but in 2018, we were sitting in an emergency room and a doctor basically gave her a death sentence. He said to her, he said that we're doing all that we can to keep you alive as long as we can. But basically they were telling her she didn't have much time to live. And in that moment, I remembered uh, going to my daughter's room and I'm really cutting a lot out, but I remembered sitting in my daughter's room with her. She took my hand and she said to me, she said, uh, I, I'm glad I'm not crazy. I knew the antibiotics weren't working anymore. And she said to me, she said, mommy, she said, I know that I am dying. And that punched me in the gut for a second, but she put a comma and she said these words, she said, but I have decided I'm going to live. That was all I needed to hear her say, because I remembered God told me at five years old for her when I was laying hands and other people were being healed. I remembered God saying to me that it would be according to Kadesha's faith that she would be healed. And that day she stepped into her faith. But at that moment, my daughter was at 18% lung function, but I was not given permission by God to not do what he called me to do because she was at 18% lung function. The short of the story is that when she got her brand new lungs and she did the following year, I was in the country of Holland. I was not at home with my daughter. I was not outside the operating room when they were taking out her lungs and putting brand new lungs in. I was in another country. I was still doing what I had to do. Even though I was in another country, it did not stop my daughter from getting those brand new lungs. It did not stop her from living. She's still living, thriving today. So I say that Build your business on the go. Everything we need to do, we can do it from wherever we are. That's what I love about this business, that you can do it from wherever you are. I had gotten spoiled being at home with COVID. I'll have to tell you that. And I can tell you transparently that my business suffered because I didn't really know what to do when I was on the go. And I had to really start to figure that out. But here are some of the very simple things and not so simple, but you still get to do all of the things that you need to do when you're on the go. Build a binder. Guess what? My binder is with me on this trip. I'm in Michigan. I'm not at my house. I've been in Atlanta. I have seven states that I have to get to between now and the 14th of September, but I have what I need with me. Whiteboard. I have a whiteboard at home, a massive whiteboard. And on that whiteboard, everything I need is on it. But every time I get ready to leave for a trip, whatever goals I put on it, I take a snapshot of that whiteboard. And then I begin to create that whiteboard in a note on my phone because that is the way I have to manage it, but it can still be done. What do you need on your whiteboard? You need to have a real plan and you need to have real goals 
on your whiteboard. Your whiteboard is really just an, just an amplified version of the map that we fill out every single month if you're senior coaching above manager, depending on what team you're on. But all of that can actually be on your phone and on the go with you. And the main thing, especially in this time, and I am really fine tuning that now, really block scheduling. What do you need to be doing and when? I already, I always try to figure out what I'm gonna be doing on a particular trip and doing those things as I go. I was house hunting last, last week and I had to do calls while I was house hunting. I had to do uh, all of the business things while I was house hunting. I was writing a book while I was house hunting. house hunting. Everything can be done on the go, but schedule it out. Get all of your family things on your schedule and fill in everything else around it. And the last thing that I will share is even when you're on the go, do not check out. Do not check out. Keep in with your mentorship team. When I knew I needed it the most, I reached out and I said to Pat and Karen and Jojo and Autumn are awesome coaches. I talked to Jojo all the time, but I said to Pat, I said, I really think I need to hear your voices today. And they made time for me. So make sure you keep in touch with your mentorships as well, but know that you can build that business on the go. Thank you for letting me share. That was so good. Oh, we love you. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but you heard from 10 communicators today. And uh, that's pretty, That's this has got to be a record as we wrap up right now. Listen, I want to encourage you. There's, let's see, what is today? The t- today is the 28th. Today is the 28th. Yes. Uh, 28th. So there's 20, 29, 30, 30. So there's three and a half days left. I have seen people go from zero to ED in one day. What would happen if you looked in, you looked at your tree view, you looked at where it was going on. Uh, those of you that have bigger teams, you begin to look at who's supposed to make ED. That, that number should be zero because it pops up on there when they're a director. You, that should be zero at the end of the month. Drives me crazy. We'll see it. 150 people or 200 people or whatever. Close to FIBC, whatever. What if we just dove in and got busy? Because I'm going to tell you something. August, because, and there's some cool stuff coming down the pike from Optavia. I know that for a fact. I uh, can't really say. We're still in the middle of business builder and all that kind of stuff. But there's other cool stuff coming. But I want to tell you something. August, September is a massive month. And as we close this out, and go and walk, go, to, go to the page and, and look and uh, check out where Barrett and Melanie talked about how to do those conversations and all that kind of stuff. But August is, is it's been a, a different month. It's not maybe been like the other August. Listen, we have different last two years. I was telling somebody the other day, Brody said this a couple of days ago. He said, people are just learning they can go on vacation again. And so we got to pull people back in. We got to re-engage people. But what I want to say to you is September is a huge, massive month. October is okay month. November, eh. Flat month, it's just rules, rules. Been doing it six years. December, towards the end, explosion time. You need to be, what you do today, the seeds you plant today will meet you in 90 days. I'm just telling you, they will when you're trying to buy Christmas. Remember that uh, Black Friday rule. But I want to say this to you. You want to say anything else? I just want to encourage everybody. I mean, you showed up today, so you are already better than your best excuse. So you showed up today when you get off this call. (laughs) When you get off this call, today, this Zoom, don't stop there. Don't let your mind tell you, okay, I've done enough. I showed up for training. No, you've got to go implement now what you learned, what you heard today. So make this day productive. At the end of the day, be proud of what you did today. 
And Karen and I are going to dance in a meadow right now. Yes. I don't even know where that came from. I don't either. Unless the meadow she woke up mad at me this morning, y'all. Yeah. Apparently I said something in our sleep to her in a dream she had. And she's on the Peloton bike. And she says, once you know, I was mad at you. Yeah. I'm like, that's not my, my fault. I, I said something apparently chest. rude in yeah. the middle of a dream she had. So you need to make this day productive and make it up to me. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. Hey, let's go change the world. We love you guys. Put in the chat if you're fired up. Have an incredible, incredible day. This recording will be out and on podcast as well. Send Dan and Megan some love. Thank you, communicators that brought it today. God bless everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.